So are fintechs going to take over? I think that new banks will be developed. Now, banks have the distribution network, right? I fully agree with that. But that is today. How can I build my own ecosystem? where I don't need to go to banks anymore. I don't even go need to go to fintechs, right? Mm-hmm. They're coming to me. So, hi, everyone. I'm Ankur Joshi. Uh, I'm the founder and CEO of Nuclei. Uh, Nuclei is where we work with banks and telcos and help them with their digital transformation journeys uh, through our products. Today on this podcast, I'm honored and excited to welcome an inspiration leader, uh, Frederick uh, de Melker, who has uh, been a banker for more than 20 years. Uh, he has been uh, heading, uh, you know, variety of uh, positions in the bank, variety of leadership positions across personal as well as wealth banking, um, and is widely regarded as an authority uh, on these topics and verticals. Welcome to the podcast, Fred, Fred, and really excited to host you. So let me begin with knowing a bit more about your personal journey before we move on to discussing about what's going on with your life, what are the next steps? All right. Well, first of all, Ankur, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, well, uh, the personal journey. Um, yeah, like, like what you said during your introduction, um, I've been a retail banker for many, many years um, in different countries, Europe, uh, Middle East, which uh, is uh, UAE and, and Egypt. And um, well, instead of uh, discussing my full CV with you, I think the most important part will be uh, the last four or five years. Um, during my time in Egypt, um, um, in a country where you have more than 100 million people, uh, where you have a very solid banking network and branch network, but I was working for a bank with 70 branches all over the country. Um, yeah, and then you see around you how uh, digital disruption in the industry was was shaping up. Um, yeah, well, at that time, you start thinking as a banker, like, oh, wow, uh, do I really know what is going on around me or should I go a little bit more in depth? And, uh, and I've, I went to, uh, to Silicon Valley for, for two weeks, mm-hmm. um, had, had some very interesting uh, meetings and discussions with, uh, with the top guys, like people from Tesla, Netflix. And when I was back from, uh, when I was flying back, uh, to uh, to the Middle East, mm-hmm. I was sitting in that in that plane 16 hours, so enough time to reflect. And I thought by myself, my God, if I'm not going to change, then maybe within five years I have no job anymore. Now, today we're five years later, and uh, I had a job, but I decided myself to step out of that very specific uh, uh, world of retail banking in, a, in an old-fashioned old way. So yeah, during the last three, four years, I worked hard on, on how to, to, to transform the banks um, in payment, but also from a plat- platform point of view, like robo-advice, insurance, how to bring products and services to customers in a way that the customer thinks it's more convenient and really <laughs> meeting the needs. Yeah. Correct. So Correct. yeah, it was very exciting for five years. Oh, amazing. Amazing to know that. You're also awarded Finnovator of the Year uh, at, at the latest in 2021. So how do you, and I've, I've, having known you for uh, a long time now, I know you are 
very entrepreneurial energy right that's it's very refreshing not many bankers have this kind of a fabric so and you have also spoken about being an entrepreneur uh, disrupting the bank from within right so how do you yeah. go about disrupting it from within what are the key characteristics or success ingredients as a banker uh, that you need uh, for doing this for executing this yeah i think okay well in, in entrepreneurship is is of course is is not an easy easy thing uh, but intrapreneurship is is i think as difficult but but different uh, but for me at least that uh, that period of intrapreneurship uh, was 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 um, the right journey to 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 come to a point like today to move into like uh, the real the real stuff you can say uh entrepreneurship i think is something uh, which banks are still lacking mm-hmm. um, um i have i had some numbers in 2019 i was reading an accenture uh, uh report uh and that's only two years ago uh stating that uh only 12 percent of the banks are having a real disruptive digital strategy 38 uh, uh, percent they think they have something and 50 percent are, are are clueless so that means that among the bankers there are not too many people who are through uh entrepreneurs and i think that is uh, uh, uh linked to the fact that that risk taking uh, from a career perspective and trying to stay part of a group and within that group having a, a vast majority of, of the people uh, uh, locked into, into groupthink, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that is a real issue for banks. Um, okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm for instance, I'm not a blockchain specialist. Um, I, did, I did some academics around it, so to understand what it is. Um, so I will certainly not be an expert, but in the banking industry, everybody's talking about blockchain, but nobody knows what it is. So these buzzwords is 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 a well you can say a glossary of of vocabulary of uh, of uh, of statements that bankers mm-hmm. use, but yeah, mainly mainly empty empty boxes, because banks they try to solve their problems from a PNL perspective, and you mm-hmm. cannot solve it from a PNL perspective. Um, uh, you cannot simply wash away. Uh, your old systems and start from scratch and that is what fintechs can do they mm-hmm. can start from scratch another point is they cannot say okay let's focus on one thing right at the end of the day it's a big oil tanker that needs to be renewed simply building a speedboat next to it what a lot of them are doing is 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 also not the solution because you still need to move that all that that old tank right mm-hmm. um so um, what are the main so what are the main issues I think from entrepreneurship point of view while so uh, while that activity is so low? Well, first of all, the knowledge and experience. Secondly, the complexity. Uh, people are sim- still working in their own silos, and if you want to solve thing, you need to go across these silos, which is very difficult. Correct. Um, you have, of course, the the the. Yeah, you know, the political system. You have that everywhere, but yeah, in the bank, it's very specific. Again, in between the the silos, for instance. Correct. Correct. Uh, but even if you have one person at the top 
who is not managing that well, I mean, you 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 get nowhere. Um, and then, of course, yeah, there's the career aspect as well. I mean, most bankers who who have something to say or senior enough to take decisions mm-hmm. are mainly 50 plus. Uh, and when you're 50 plus, do you really want to rock the boat or do you want to say, okay, well, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if from, from a personal perspective, um, these were the, the main issues. Mm-hmm. Um, two things, if you talk to somebody and, and <clears throat> you end up with, okay, or they don't understand me, right? Or mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely sure that you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, then that's the time where you will need to start deciding, okay, I can stay within this world and, and keep pushing, fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or is it is it more valuable for yourself, but also for your environment and for the industry to move out of that, that, that part of, of the financial industry okay. and start moving in the more dynamic side? Yeah. yeah, but see, if you uh, from a holistic perspective, uh, banks are a very very powerful platform, right? Uh, they have a lot of distribution. Uh, you, as you rightly put that, they are a big oil tanker. FinTechs are some uh, you know entities which can start from scratch. But the bigger difference is that a oil tanker has a lot of distribution. FinTechs generally, while starting from scratch, are also starting from scratch on the distribution side. So. What is your opinion of, is it a collaborative uh, industry or is it a collaboration between fintechs and banks, which is going to, where a fintech is essentially leveraging the distribution of the bank, which is going to eventually win? Or do you think fintechs are going to completely disrupt the banks over the next five years? Uh, it's, a, it's a good question. It depends, of course, a little bit what kind of a fintech we're talking about, right? You have fintechs that, that uh, want to compete with banks in certain mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. You, you, have, you have fintechs that want to find solution for banks to make their distribution network uh, more solid for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, now, banks have the distribution network, right? I fully agree with that. But that is today. Huh? Um, but that will change. I mean, I, there was uh, Mike Corbett uh, was the CEO of City uh, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. He started saying, "Yeah, yeah, we," and that was in 2013 or something. Yeah, we are now we are becoming a, a, a tech company, and we're going to bring City to that level. Five years later, he comes with a statement: "No, no, no, no. FinTechs will do the work, but we have we have the network, we have the customer." But let's be honest, uh, that still counts for the financial industry. But if you go into other industries, I don't think so, right? I mean, are supermarkets still having uh, uh, the, the full distribution? Maybe yes. But at the other hand, if you see what home delivery is doing, it's a big dis- disruption. Um, um, while, while and, and okay, I don't want to be silly and going back to to to, to the same uh, the same statements like so many people are using. But Amazon is still a very nice uh, story about books, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. in the past, somebody started with a digital platform for books, and the bookstores were having were having the network. Well, where are the bookstores now? They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the story about banks having the network is is for me. Well, very, very uh, short term, 
right? And mm. short term is relative, right? It can be five, 10, 15 years, but it is short term. Um, so are fintechs going to take over? I think that new banks will be developed, right? Okay. And that will be partly from merging old banks or existing banks with big fintech players in the future, right? You mm -hmm. will have mm -hmm. big fintech initiatives that will be bought by banks and then become a bank. Mm -hmm. um, or the other way around. So new competition coming uh, within the space. The problem today that the only problem the fintechs are having today is that audience, right? I mean, getting to the Correct. customer. Correct. While banks have a have a today a different different problem. Like Correct. yes, I can go to the customer, but not in a way that the customer wants to be served. Right, and 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 these are the two powers against against each other. You can say, but that audience, that customer base, I think that is the most important. Who is going to adopt your service, right? Okay. And, uh, and 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 yeah, that that that's a big big question mark. Taking cue from there, uh, you're now moving on uh, from your banking experience and coming becoming an entrepreneur. Uh, and this is one of the problems that you're trying to solve by building a platform. So why don't you uh, briefly describe what is the problem that you're trying to solve and uh, where are you with it? Uh, what's the next steps? Yeah, well, <clears throat> fundamentally, and that 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 really goes back to, to the discussion we had just now. Yeah. It's about that audience, right? And that audience was in the past part of a banking industry right if you mm -hmm. wanted as a, if you as a customer you want financial products and services you had to become part of an ecosystem right mm -hmm. and that can be you can be with one bank but that and that was something that happened till till the 90s you had one bank from mm -hmm. the and the 90s uh it moved into yeah but i can have several banks because i have an account over there and some products here and whatever uh, but that is now evolving, and that is because of, of digital disruption, uh, should evolve into a personal ecosystem, right? So being part of an ecosystem, how can I build my own ecosystem where I don't need to go to banks anymore? I don't even go need to go to fintechs, right? Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. come to me, and I will say, okay, I need a personal loan today. Who is going to give me the loan, and who is going to bid for my, for my, for my need? Okay. Um, and I think that that is something in the next 10 years which, which will change the, the market, right? It changed already a lot of other industries, but the banking industry will be becoming part of a personal ecosystem where you as a customer decide what you want to do, what mm -hmm. you want to take, what you want to buy. And now still we think in products, but maybe tomorrow it's part of products, right? I mean, there is so many things you can you can you can imagine if you build a personal ecosystem. Okay. Um, and and if and and that is something that that keeps me busy at night. How can you how can you construct a concept, a platform mm -hmm. that really meets the needs of that specific customer. The banks are always promising, yeah, we're personalizing or you're a priority banking customer or you are an elite customer or whatever. And it's your personal needs and that we will meet with our products and services. And we all know that's not true, right? It's impossible because you cannot have one player doing that. Mm 
<laughs> so how can we build something around that customer so that he the industry is in touch with him in, or her instead of the other way around? And that is okay. something that I'm focusing on. That's a very powerful concept. Essentially, you are moving the power center and making the customer the center uh, of the overall platform and the power will now lie with the customer who can then go and shop yeah. around whatever they require. So that, that's a very yeah. powerful uh, platform to build. Yeah. Uh, which other platforms, uh, and these platforms could be across industries, right? Not just necessarily from the financial industry, but which other platforms are you most impressed by? Uh, there are quite a few books. Uh, I mean, of course, Innovator's Dilemma is uh, Christensen, which is a very powerful book around how do you create a disruptive uh, 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 innovation instead of a sustainable innovation or there is also a book around modern monopolies which is written on a variety of platform models which have come up in the last 15-20 years which other platforms are you most impressed with and why well if if uh, I, I think if, if you talk about marketplace there is one global one global player, right? And uh, and 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 it's very interesting to see. I think what is and and that's that's an Amazon, for instance. It's not because of its Amazon. What is very interesting about Amazon is that it's a global platform that right. fits into every culture, right? right? And and in one way, and and I think that is key because you can build a platform and then say, okay, well, the customer will like this. But there is a lot of culture involved in, 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 in how you build your, your platform, how you communicate with customers, right? Mm -hmm. And that will be different in India than, for instance, in, in Europe or Belgium. That's even different for Belgium and the Netherlands, two very small countries next to each other, right? Mm -hmm. So how to translate that mentality, that cultural uh, uh, aspect into a platform is, is, is very important. I'm also, from much smaller scale, very impressed by by a lot of fintechs who are at least solving part of that of that 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 ecosystem problem uh, and we try to start aggregating certain product sets right like uh, policy bazaar for instance mm -hmm. uh, uh, you have grab in, in singapore where that initial step of like well, we go to an open architecture for every single product, not only for wealth, what we what we have behind us, but um, but now you need to take it a step further, right? And that's not only communicating with the customer and saying these are the twenty things you can choose from. The hit is there, like I know what you what you need, and I will translate your need to that third party. So now what these platforms are doing is like, here I have everything mm -hmm. and you choose. No, there needs to be a communication between the product provider, service provider and that end customer. And if we talk about the future of banks, then I think that banks, instead of being so hands-on to, 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 keep, to keep their distribution network going, I think they should start thinking more about the the how they champion uh, the, the 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 products right how okay. they okay. how they build okay. products that that really are hundred percent meeting these very specific customer needs. Okay, can you imagine that the bank can drop the energy 
for distribution and put all its energy into, into building the right products, I mean, it would be a totally different world, different approach, but I think it's part of the future. Yeah, quite, quite a few banks across the globe have actually done that. So uh, you have banks across Russia or Spain, or in fact, even UK, uh, who have been successful in uh, changing the DNA of the organization and then becoming very, very customer obsessed. So it is possible, uh, although yeah, it is... But it's only 12% of all the banks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's still a lot of work to be done. Still correct, a lot correct, of work correct, to be done. Correct. And we also need to be sure that that not... You know, if you see in other industries uh, like retail, uh, grocery shopping, whatever, it is fairly okay that you only have a few players, right? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you want to buy X and somebody delivers it to your door. And if it is is this player, it's that player, if it is an Amazon or it's a Noon or it's a Flipkart or whatever, fine, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You have the product. Correct. Within the banking industry, you also need to be sure that there is still enough competition so Mm -hmm. that banks are really playing it against each other because competition is only benefiting the customer, right? And and so it is important that we are not stuck with this 12% of banks really being on the right track. We really need to be sure that, that, that more banks are stepping into that direction. And I think their fintechs play a big role in leading them by example, showing them that things can be done differently and, and, and yeah, partner up with them. Oh, okay. This is really good. Thank you. Uh, now, coming back to your personal journey and your entrepreneurial uh, journey, which is just getting started. Uh, so many people in the industry, including me, look up to you as a leader. So if anyone wants to uh, work with you uh, in your journey, what advice would you have for them or how can they make it happen? Well, you need to be 100% driven by, uh, by, uh, by passion and it needs to go fast. I mean, um, and, and it goes fast because of, because of the passion. Uh, if you want to change something, okay, people say uh, change a stone in the river and the, the river will flow differently, right? No, I think the river keeps flowing, right? It's not stoppable. Um, I think that it is a risk, right? I mean, it is a different a different life, right? You know better, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and the reward is not immediately. Mm-hmm. But um, if you look any example, even in the past, even before the digital revolution, right? Mm-hmm. The people that changed the world were people that were not always understood, right? Mm-hmm. Were mm-hmm. not always followed or supported, but were simply so 100% sure about this can happen and this should happen. I mean, and that is a drive that human human being can, beings can have. And, and yeah, people working with me or I working with people, I mean, have that, have that in common. I, I think. And some people at a more junior level and they like to learn from other people. Uh, but I'm also, I'm very much inspired by very young young guys. And now eh, my first steps into entrepreneurship and you talk to developers and you talk to so many people around you 
and you start having discussions with guys from 25, 26 years old, then the only thing I said, wow, I was not that dynamic at that age. So, so I think, yeah, the future, the future is very bright with, with, with people who grew up with, with digital and because they know how, how it has to change. So, so yeah, it's very exciting. Knowing you, I know your passion is literally physically infectious, right? So <laughs> anyone, <laughs> anyone who gets to work with you would be lucky to work with you. So I'm glad. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Uh, let me end this conversation with asking you a personal question. Uh, tell yes. me the kindest thing that someone has done for you. The kindest thing that somebody else did for me? Yeah. Um, that would be my wife. Yeah. Simply following and saying, okay, if you say so and you want to do this, then you have to go for it. And... Uh, uh, I think that that is important. Your environment, your your family, your friends, who are supporting you certainly in this first first stage. Like, okay, if you believe that something can happen, then mm-hmm. we believe it with you, and and let's let's go for it. And and that that is that is the kindest thing that people can do for you is supporting you, and uh, and uh, and helping you. To uh, to realize your 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 goal, your dream, whatever. I love that answer. I really love that answer. Okay. Thank cool. you, Fred. Cool. Thank you for coming on to this Thank podcast. Thank you, Akur. And really look forward to working together in future. Absolutely. I yes, know. absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for your time, the opportunity, and uh, yeah, we speak each other again for yeah. sure. Thank you. All right. Take care. Take care. Thank you.